Welcome to the second episode of Mark My Thoughts. Today we have a really fun episode. We're going to talk about my mom, bakeries, kiwis and pastries. And we're going to talk about how those things relate to the new way of doing business. I am Mark and these are my thoughts. Let's get started. All right, episode two, the new way of doing business. You know, this concept has been in my mind for the last couple of months, but I haven't really figured out a way to properly express it, even to myself. And that has been for a while. I've been noticing some patterns in business and I thought, huh, that's interesting. And I know that my mind was was just processing everything. And now, just a few weeks ago, I finally got it. I wasn't still able to express it properly, but now that I have this podcast, I think this is the perfect place for the first time uh, to really explore this topic for the first time by expressing it. This is the first time this comes out of my thoughts. And that's where why this podcast has been called Mark My Thoughts. This is literally what comes out of my thoughts and i think it's going to be a really interesting episode i also think it's going to be a really counterintuitive episode but like sean dale always says the best advice and the best ideas are counterintuitive if it wasn't counterintuitive everyone would be doing it and it would be just normal advice or normal thoughts normal ideas i want to talk about the new way of doing business because over the past years i have been seeing some patterns and i i know that you have been seeing them too or i hope you've been seeing them too is that businesses are becoming more of a community right they're becoming more inclusive they they want people to be part of them and it's more about the experience than the actual product right over the past years we have been noticing that the entire society we are living in a resource abundant world information is abundant resources are abundant you can just think of something and then it gets made or you can make it you can just think of something and it becomes reality or at the least virtual reality nowadays that virtual reality is so uh, so advanced already even if you couldn't make it in real world you could make it in virtual reality and then yeah options are just infinite and really the resources are abundant and so it's not anymore about what you're providing it's about how you're providing it it's about the experience and it's about how you make people feel but we already knew that i trust that you already knew everything about it i want i want i want to take it one step further because i think that's where we're heading and it takes a couple of years for everyone to to go along with this idea but i think this is where we are going and this is interesting that all right to explain this properly we have to go back so as human beings right we lived in tribes we had our community and that's how we thrived right we worked together and we leveraged everyone's full potential we leveraged everyone's skills But then at some point, we started to create businesses and we started to be more individualistic. Life became more of a free-for-all, right? Where you just had to figure out your own business, you had to figure out your own income, your own food. You just needed to do your own thing. 
nowadays that's even worse or worse that's even um, more powerful where everyone just lives on their own they maybe you maybe have a spouse or you maybe have some kids but that's it you're living in your own space and maybe you find some family to visit but especially with the whole covid situation everyone's just on their own right it's one free-for-all and we are lucky that we can communicate with each other uh, digitally we are lucky that we can do that because now we can still have some connection with each other and that's why videos are so important because people are looking for connection nowadays because information and all those things are already abundant we don't need anything more we just want stuff and the only thing that we need is connection we need human touch we need human interaction now businesses has become have become individualistic it ha really has become um, transactional and i know that there are a lot of companies already creating community communities and all those things but still it's still a bit individualistic it's still really transactional you buy this and i give you this in return and that's it you're still on your own we're not a community we're not one part we're not a collective you are you and i am me and that's what that creates is a really individualistic idea of companies giving you as little as possible to get as much as possible out of you there's kind of a disbalance because you are buying uh, you're buying something and the business gives you just enough so that you are satisfied with what you bought but most businesses don't give you anything more they just give you that thing and because it's the most economic thing to do they just give you the things that you are satisfied with and that's it but i'm thinking we need to go somewhere else i think we need to go to an even more abundant place you know when i when i'm talking about this i, I all, all of a sudden have a story in my head where when I was 14 years old, my my grandpa had a bakery. It was a pretty big bakery. We had like nine stores and one production site. And I would work at the production place. And sometimes I needed to help in the uh, confectionery. And those bakers, they, they told me, yeah, you can, you can top off those pastries with fruit. So there would be different kinds of fruit on those pastries like um, strawberry, grapes apple and i know for a fact that there's kiwi on it um because one at one point i was i was topping off those pastries with fruit different kinds of fruit i had to peel the fruit then cut the fruit and then put it on those pastries in a certain way right and it was okay work i didn't really like it but it had to be done and it's kind of like a mind-numbing thing it's like a a perfect thing to put a podcast on but then uh back then podcasts weren't weren't a thing right and i can remember i was putting the fruit on those pastries and my dad he was a or he is a financial advisor and back then he was the financial director in the bakery and i can remember that he walked into the into the confectionery and he looked at me he said, Mark, what are you doing? And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? 
I'm just putting fruit on the pastries. That's what I'm doing. That's what I have to do. And he said, yeah, but look at those slices of kiwi. They're way too thick, man. You can, you can slice them in two and then you can make two pastries out of it. Remember, my dad was the financial director, right? So he had to think about all the money and all those things. So he was thinking about the economic part of making pastries. He said, you can split, you can literally split the cost in half if you split the kiwi slices in half. Just make the kiwi slice thinner. No one's going to notice, he said. And that in the long term, that's going to save us a lot of money. Now, I thought it was kind of weird that he was saying that about kiwis or kiwi slices. Um, but I, I, I kind of understood the economic part of it, right? If you slice them in half, you can make two. I get that. From a logical standpoint, that was complete. That made sense, right? But from an emotional standpoint, that didn't make sense. I looked at the bakers and the moment my dad left, I, I just know that the bakers, they, they were t telling me, nah, just put the thick slices on. Doesn't matter. They really didn't like my dad coming up to them and say, hey, use thinner slices. And this, is this is just an example, but this is vividly in my head that this was actually a thing that was going on. The bakers wanted to put thicker slices on and my dad was constantly telling them, no, that's not what we're going to do. Because for the bakers, it's kind of an art, right? They're making pastries all day and they just want the customer to be happy. They want to make the best pastry ever. And my dad, he just wants the customers to get as little as possible with them being satisfied. And that makes perfect sense. It's not something bad. It's just something to keep businesses alive, right? But now that I'm thinking of it, is it actually economically better to cut the slices in half think about this if a customer goes in so let's let's make the pastries really expensive right so let's say one pastry has a profit margin of three dollars if a if one of those pastries is has a profit margin of three dollars with the thin slices and the customer goes in there's one customer and the customer really loves kiwi that can happen, right? Customers can like kiwis. So if the customer goes in and buys that pastry and thinks, all right, this was nice. But what if, what happens? So we, we sold one pastry, right? So we have a profit of $3. But what happens if we would have made the pastry with a really thick slice of kiwi? The perfect ratio of kiwi on a pastry. Let's say we put $1 of kiwi on that pastry then the profit margin would be $2. But what if, because of the, uh, that higher ratio of kiwi on the pastry, the customer buys two? Then all of a sudden, instead of $2 profit, you have $4 profit. Plus you have a more satisfied customer, so there's more, more possibility, more chance that the customer comes back. So instead of having $3 of profit, now you have four. And all of a sudden you have 30% more profit just because you put a thicker slice on the pastry. Plus the bakers are more happy because they can create their art, right? So all of a sudden you have a higher result, you have a higher profit while also giving more. So you're receiving more because you gave way more. 
and this is where I want to go, is that I think that the new way of doing business is all about giving way more than people would expect so that you can receive way more than you would ever expect. Let's keep the bakery in the whole example, right? Because I kind of like it. Let's think about the bakery in a supermarket. Buying bread in a supermarket is really convenient, right? It's also pretty cheap. You get, you just get bread and that's it. And it works because people have an individualistic mindset, right? People are think people are not thinking about the bakery when they buy a bread at the supermarket. They just think I get a bread for cheap and it's fast. It's convenient because I'm already in the supermarket anyway. They don't think, oh, the bakery is missing revenue now. That's sad. No, of course not. They just think about their own situation. And you can't blame them. I mean, you probably do it as well. That's not the, that's not the thing. The thing is, if you understand this opportunity that, that is right here in front of you, if you would be a baker, for example, if you understand what the business model of a supermarket is, it's a really individualistic way of doing business, right? It's really transactional. You buy stuff and they get money. So it's in their best interest to give you as little as possible to get as much as possible. But what if you as a baker switch the narrative? So my mom has a bakery now. Um, so let's get her in the example. Let's say my mom switches the narrative. She says, no, I'm going to give as much as possible to the community so that I can receive as much as possible. She can do that. The supermarket can't. The supermarket is already in the transactional state of mind and yeah, maybe in, in a few years, but they can't switch that quickly, right? The supermarket is in that transactional state and want to wants to give as little as possible for as much as possible. My mom can be in the collective state of mind where she gives as much as possible for as much as possible. So what does that look like, right? Well, what my mom could do, for example, is she could have that collective mindset. She could have that community mindset and think, all right, so my customers that are going in, they get the bread, they get the pastries and they pay me. That's really transactional. But what if I create like a community around it? What if I tell that person that that person that always like the raving fan, right? That person that always comes back. What if I give that person a card and say, hey, if you give this card to someone, someone you know, someone you like, if you give this card to someone, that person gets a free bread and you get a free bread as well. Or you get a like a referral or fee or something. It's kind of hard with bread, but you understand the whole idea, right? You're giving out referral cards. You're giving out referral opportunities. You're giving your client or your customer an opportunity to be part of the business. Where you could bring this to is, for example, what I'm doing with the editing bootcamp is I give you the opportunity to be part of this and you can earn with me. You can be part of this. You can be part of the whole ecosystem. And the cool thing is, is that let's say you get your friends into the suite, right? You, you get your business partners into this suite, in the Trichometer suite. The community would be stronger. You would earn a little bit on, um, yeah, you would get some incentive on the economical side. So you get better from it. I get better from it and everyone wins. So let's say in the bakery, 
that person that can refer someone gets money whenever another customer buys something. And my mom does a lot with, with other companies. So let's say one company brings in another company and my mom would make, let's say my mom would make like 5,000 revenue in the next month or something because of that other business comes in. Well, let's say the profit is like 3,000 or 2,000. What if my mom would give 1,000 or 2,000 to that one client that refers the client or refers the new business? How would that business feel? Or how would be how would that spoke person feel, right? That that person that got the whole deal rolling. Pretty interesting, right? So all of a sudden you have people, you have advocates for your business that will get as many people as possible into your business just because you were there to give more, to give more. And all of a sudden people are part of your ecosystem. It's not anymore that you get better and you give as little as possible. It's that person helps you get better and because that person helps you get better you give as much to that person so that you give enough incentive so that everyone wins it becomes a circle it goes full circle constantly you're providing more energy you're providing more value to that customer and that customer provides more value to you in the form of new clients new money new everything and so you get to win but then the other person also gets to win. And this is what's going to happen with new businesses. And this is how you can leverage this, this whole idea to really get in front of the whole curve. Because almost no one is doing this. There are referral strategies. There are referral programs. But not a lot of brands. And especially not a lot of personal brands. Like high profile individuals. Not a lot of those are really inviting people to be part of the ecosystem. Right now, we are kind of in a transition phase between the business going being individualistic and the business being collective. And if you can already take that step to be collective, and if you can already adjust your branding and adjust your business model on the whole collective part, then you are one step ahead of everyone. Because this is the only way that business is going to make sense, that everyone is going to win and that everything will be one collective. Think about the whole internet, right? The internet made everyone be more of a collective. The thoughts are there. Everything is there. Whenever we think of something, when, whenever we have a question and we put it on, we enter it in Google, we get the same exact answer as someone else typing in that question. And so our minds be, are becoming more one with the day. Every day, all our thoughts Everything is becoming more a collective and more one ecosystem. People have been looking for connection. And now that they have been finding it in some businesses, we need to take it one step further. Instead of clients just finding connection in your brand, you need to make sure that those clients actually thrive because they are communicating with your brand. You actually need to make sure that your clients get more successful than you. Because the success of your clients is directly related to the success of your business. If you give everything you have, if you literally give way more than you think you should give, then your clients will get way more successful than you think they could be. And then they will make sure that your business will thrive as much as they do. Focus on getting the clients the results that they need 
and your business will thrive. This is the new way of doing business. Give more to receive more. This was Mark. I hope you like my thoughts. I'll see you next week. Bye.